0: Hi, good morning. Hi, hope you're all okay. Lovely to be with you this morning. Um, sorry, I've got a little bit of a croaky voice this morning. Picked up a cold in the last week or so, which is a bit annoying really, but um, thought I'd got rid of it and then started losing my voice again tomorrow. Uh, yesterday. So, um, yeah, so hopefully you'll be all right. We'll get through this morning. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it's some Pentecost Sunday, isn't it? And, um, you know, we um, uh, at Christmas we celebrate the coming of Jesus in the flesh, don't we? we? We celebrate that God became one of us. We celebrate at Christmas the incarnation. Um, on Good Friday we celebrate or we remember the um, incredible act of sacrifice that God was prepared to, uh, to do in order to um, meet our need and to pay for our wrongdoing and to make a way back for us to God. And on Easter Sunday, we remember the great um, presence of the great power of God that breaks us free from death itself and, and we celebrate that we, in faith in Christ, uh, have eternal life, you know, don't we? On Pentecost Sunday, we um, what we remember and we celebrate is that God has um, promised us both presence and power. He promised to be with us and in us uh, by the Holy Spirit, and as the Holy Spirit um, walks with us and in us, that he will empower us for life. And so it's a good Sunday to sort of keep in the diary, isn't it? It's a good Sunday to uh, to remember and to celebrate and to uh, just have a little bit of a refresh and a focus upon what God wants to do in us and through us. You know, I just think about those early disciples, as we've been thinking in the last few weeks from Acts chapter 1, I like just think about how... Um, You know, in one sense they had an expectation, but they had no real idea, did they? You know, they had an expectation that God was going to do something, but they had no idea what was going to happen on that first Pentecost. And they had no idea really what God was going to do to them and through them. And they had no idea that God was going to stretch them from their little location to the ends of the earth. And uh, wow, do we thirst and hunger. For something of that today so i'm going to pray and then we're just going to read psalm 23 together uh, as our first act of worship this morning and then we're going to go into um, listening to a message by jay john i'm giving myself a, t- a morning off this morning from talking and it's probably a good thing given the state of my voice this morning and um, we're going to listen to jay john speaking uh, uh, sharing a pentecost message jay john is a well-known uh, christian speaker so um, it's a little bit longer than perhaps normally we would have a talk on, online on a Sunday morning, but yeah, you know, it's a good talk. He's a good talker, he's a good speaker, and, uh, and trust that God will bless us through that. And then we'll have some time of worship in which we just seek to draw upon God and ask Him to come and touch our hearts and empower us. So let's just pray, shall we? And if you want to just turn to Psalm 23 as well and get that, um, sorry, Psalm 24, not Psalm 23, Psalm 24. I just want to get that in front of you and we'll do it. We'll read that together after I pray. So, Father, thank you this morning. Thank you, God, for um, this day of Pentecost, this day in which we uh, celebrate that you uh, give us both presence and power, that you are uh, the one who is with us and and who works through us. And Lord, I pray for everybody that is listening today, that is, that is part of this today. I pray that, God, they would know your presence and your power throughout this morning. And that, Lord Jesus, we would get to know you a little bit better. And we would be able to serve you a little bit stronger through this time that we have this morning. Lord, we are desperate for you to move in our lives and in our world. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. So let's just turn to Psalm 24, shall we? And I'm just going to read through it gently and uh, and we're just going to let God speak to us through it as we worship him in this psalm. The Lord gave me this psalm on the first day that we ever met together in as a church in in, um, in Hill here. And it's been something of a, of a an anchor point for me over the years and I just felt this morning that I should read it. So let's do that, shall we? So the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. As we celebrate Pentecost, we celebrate the fact that God empowers all people, all nations. That on that moment, in, on that day of Pentecost, the gospel went from a localized place in Jerusalem, in, in Israel, to the ends of the earth. The earth is the Lord's. For he founded it upon the seas and he established it upon the waters. He is the God of creation. Lord, we worship you today as the God of the nations and the God of creation. Let's pause and think about that thought for a moment, shall we? the God of the nations, and the God of creation. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord, the dwelling place of God, who may stand in his holy place, he who has clean hands, the one who does what is right, and a pure heart, the one who is inwardly pure, who does not lift up his soul to an idol, whose primary passion is Jesus, or swear by what is false, who speaks the truth, Such a person will receive blessing from God and vindication from God his Saviour. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that in salvation you give us these things. You give us, Lord, purity of heart and purity of hands. You give us, O God, a focus on Christ. And Lord Jesus, you give us a sense of truth. You are the truth. Let's pause and think on those thoughts for a moment. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that because you have done these things for us, we can receive blessing from the Lord, vindication from God his Saviour. Such is the generation of those who seek him. Even in this generation, God, we seek you. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. We want you, King of glory, ancient of days. We want you to come into our lives and into our town and into our community and into our world. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. All the things that we wrestle with in God, in, in life, God. You walk with us. You fight with us. Lift up your heads, O you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of Glory may come in. Come in, King of Glory, to our town. This afternoon, as some people will prayer walk, Come into our town, Lord. As we live our lives, as we walk, as we as we live in our homes, as we do our jobs, come in, O Lord. Who is this King of Glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of Glory. Let's pause and reflect on this King of Glory and where we might want Him to come into our lives today. Thank you, Lord. You are the King of glory. And now, Lord, as we just listen to some words from from J. John this morning, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you will use his words to touch our hearts, to transform us, to help us to grow deeper into you or to come to know you for the first time. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed.
1: Pentecost. Pentecost is the birthday of the church. The term Pentecost comes from the Greek meaning 50th and it refers to the 50th day after Passover. Pentecost in the New Testament is the day that the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is what makes the New Testament, the New Testament. Bethlehem was God with us. Calvary, the cross, was God for us. Pentecost is God in us. Pentecost is a celebration of God's desire to empower us and dwell within us. The Apostle John called the Holy Spirit, the advocate, counsellor, the helper, and during Jesus's three years of ministry on earth, he was the advocate, counsellor and helper to his disciples. But as Jesus's crucifixion drew near, he assured them, and we read this in the Bible, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. It was in expectation of the promise that the disciples were waiting for the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. Now, we do not need to wait for the Holy Spirit to come. He came on the day of Pentecost and we can be filled with the Holy Spirit today. Let us look at the ministry of the Holy Spirit by looking at the images of the Holy Spirit given to us in the Bible. First, wind. A divine wind was present at the creation of the universe and we read in genesis god's breath brought life to adam jesus said to nicodemus in john chapter three the wind blows wherever it pleases you hear it sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And Pentecost, we read in Acts chapter 2. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then What looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. Wow! Wind speaks of the invigorating power of the Spirit of God. And don't we need the wind of the Spirit today? Wind. Secondly, fire. God was referred to as a consuming fire in Daniel, in Isaiah. In the New Testament, Jesus speaks of his mission on earth by saying, I have come to bring fire on the earth. John the Baptist said of Jesus in Luke, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. John was saying that the fire of God's Spirit would purify the believers and the fire of God's judgment would come to the unbelievers a healing experience for those of us who are believers and a warning to those who are unbelievers. So at Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, in Acts 2 we read, Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them? At Pentecost the Spirit ignites the fire Jesus came to kindle and in Acts chapter 1 we read this you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth Jesus The light of the world becomes the disciples' own inner light. They become living flames going out into a world to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Don't we need the wind of his spirit? Don't we need the fire of his spirit? Thirdly, Water, The imagery of the Holy Spirit being poured out like water is found throughout the Bible. And we read in Isaiah, For I will pour out water to quench your thirst, and to irrigate your parched fields, and I will pour out my Spirit on your descendants, and my blessing on your children and also in psalm 42 we read this as the deer longs for streams of water so i long for you O god i thirst for god the living god jesus spoke to the woman at the well and in john 4 we read but whoever drinks the water i give them will never thirst indeed the water i give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life only the Holy Spirit can quench our inner thirst because only the Holy Spirit can fill us with God's love. We need the wind of God's Holy Spirit. we need the fire of God's Holy Spirit. We need the water of of God's Holy Spirit. And fourthly, the oil of God's Holy Spirit. Oil and the Holy Spirit are associated in the Bible as in 1 Samuel we read, Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him, and from that day on The Spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. The anointing with oil is instructed by James for healing in James chapter 5. The disciples also anointed sick people with oil for healing. And in Acts chapter 10 we read this. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 we read, He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is not an optional extra for Christians. And Ezekiel tells us, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh and i will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws the new covenant means that it is impossible to enter it apart from the Holy Spirit. Any new birth is impossible without the work of the Holy Spirit. Wind, fire, water, oil, and fifthly, the dove. Did you know the only bird without a gallbladder, is the dove. It's a bird that represents purity and peace. And at Jesus' baptism, John the Baptist said, I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And he is the one who will baptise with the Holy Spirit. The dove symbolises the peace, the purity of God's Spirit. We profess in the creed, I believe in the Holy Spirit. But let me ask you this question. Do we? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? Well, the challenge that we all face, and recorded in the Bible, warnings. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit, as in Ephesians. Do not quench the Holy Spirit in 1 Thessalonians. Do not resist the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 7. We must not resist, we must not quench, we must not grieve the Holy Spirit. We all need the Holy Spirit. We all need the counsellor. We all need the helper. We all need the advocate. We may need the Holy Spirit to come to us today as wind. Because we might need to be revived. We might need to be renewed. You know how sometimes you're at home and the room that you're in is a little bit stuffy. And what do we do? We open a window and we let the air in. And maybe some of us, need to just let the wind of the Spirit into our lives, to just blow freshness, renewing, invigorating, and, and just clearing, clearing the debris, clearing, renewing. Or it could be some of us need the Holy Spirit like fire, and we need the fire of God's Holy Spirit to cleanse us, to purify us. It sounds painful to ask for the fire of the Holy Spirit, but if we need cleansing and if we need purifying, then that's what we need to do, is to welcome the fire of God's Holy Spirit. It may be that we need God's Holy Spirit to be poured out on us like water, because we do need refreshment. And as Jesus said to the woman at the well in John 4, I will make springs of living water well up within you to overflowing. And if you today are feeling thirsty, then the only way that thirst is going to be quenched is by the Holy Spirit being poured into you like water. Or it may be that today you need the oil of the Holy Spirit. You need the oil of the Holy Spirit to bring healing. Maybe you're battling with some health issue Something that as, as just chronic, and you're struggling, and medicine isn't helping, and you need the oil of the Holy Spirit, you need his healing balm, his healing presence, his healing comfort. Or maybe today you need the dove of his. Holy Spirit. You need the dove of his Holy Spirit, Spirit to bring peace and to bring power into your life. Maybe you need to be empowered for a a new season in life and in ministry. The tipping point for me in coming to Christ and in coming to faith was when my friend Andy Conomides over a period of many many months uh, explained to me using the Holy Scriptures, the Bible, and then one day he turned to the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 20 And it has that beautiful picture of Jesus standing outside of a door of a house knocking. And it says, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice, open the door and I will come in. And on the 9th of February, 1975, I knelt beside my bed and I said, Jesus, if you are knocking on the door of my life, come in, break the door down. And the moment I said that, I knew that something had happened. I didn't have the the vocabulary, the language to explain it, but I knew something had happened. Jesus, by his Spirit, came into my life, into my house, into my space. That was the beginning. Do you know, I like that analogy of the house. I think sometimes we open the door but we might leave the safety chain on and we're, we're kind of looking at Jesus and we're not really letting him in. Or we open the chain, but we still don't let him in. But then we do let him in and then we open a cupboard and we push Jesus in there. Because we kind of want him in our lives, but we don't want him totally reigning and ruling in our lives. But if we want to have Jesus resident in our lives, then Jesus has to be president of our lives. And so what we've got to do is to say, Lord Jesus, I want you to come down into the basement of my life and just clear it out, clear out all the cobwebs. I want you to come into the attic of my life, clear out the bats. I want you to come into the sitting room of my life, the dining room of my life, the bedroom of my life. I want you to come into the kitchen of my life. And the thing about allowing Jesus to do that is that we're giving him the freedom To reign and rule in our lives. So instead of grieving the Holy Spirit, instead of quenching the Holy Spirit, instead of resisting the Holy Spirit, we are welcoming the Holy Spirit. Come and fill me. You know, window cleaners will come and clean our windows. and What often happens is they'll clean the outside of the windows. And then we say, ah, the windows have been cleaned. But if we haven't cleaned the inside of the windows, it doesn't really make a huge difference. Jesus cleans the inside so that when we look out, we gain a new perspective. I want to encourage you and I want to welcome you today to welcome the Holy Spirit into your life in a new way, to invite the wind of the Spirit to come, to invite the dove of the Spirit to come, to invite the fire of the Holy Spirit to come, to invite the water of the Holy Spirit to come and to invite the oil of the Holy Spirit. But I want to begin with by saying, you have to open that door. And if you haven't yet opened the door, open the door now. Welcome him in and welcome his spirit. Pray this prayer now with me. Thank you, Jesus, for knocking on the door of my life. Thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross for me. Thank you, Jesus, that you are alive today. I open the door of my life. I invite you in. Cleanse my life. Set me free from the past. I welcome you. I welcome your presence. I welcome your Holy Spirit into my life. Come now by the wind of your Holy Spirit. Breathe life into me. Invigorate me. Come. Fire of your Holy Spirit. Purify me cleanse me come water of your holy spirit lord pour your holy spirit into me pour your holy spirit on me make those springs of living water Fill me to overflowing, quench my thirst, I welcome the oil of your Holy Spirit. Come to heal, to comfort, bathe me in your healing presence. In body, in mind, and spirit. Bring restoration. Replenish me. Restore me. And I welcome the dove of your Holy Spirit. May the power the presence and the purity of your spirit be on me, be in me and be with me. I surrender to you, Lord Jesus, today on this Pentecost Sunday. Be resident in my life and be president of my life. Thank you Jesus for hearing my prayer. Amen. A prayer for you, for everyone who opened the door of their lives today. I pray Lord Jesus that they would know the truth and the reality of your presence in them. I pray that they would know your forgiveness. I pray That they would know your peace. And I pray that you will fill them with the power, the presence, the peace of your Holy Spirit. And I pray the blessing of God, the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Be blessed. And be a blessing to others. Amen.
0: Brilliant, great, okay. Well, as we um, we're gonna, as, if you felt that in some way you were stirred or you responded or you prayed some of those things with J. John in that at the end of that message there, uh, let me just encourage you to just, just to let God just continue to to minister to your heart and to speak to your heart and to stir you. Uh, As we sing some songs together now, as we just play some songs, you can engage with these, you can sing where you are or you can just listen and let the Holy Spirit just speak to your heart and uh, you can just get a little bit deeper with your response to some of those things that you've just encountered. Okay, so another in the fire.
2: strength
0: You know, we um, gather on a Sunday morning here on, the, on a line like this. It's a moment in our week, isn't it? It's a moment in our week when we um, choose to be together. We choose to focus. We choose to connect with one another and with God. And um, and in this sort of day, just in terms of the things that we've been listening to in the message this morning, and and been singing about, just think it'd be good in terms of our prayer time this morning that we just make the most of an opportunity to just pause and sit and reflect and listen and speak to God together and individually. So this morning, I'm just going to, we're going to have some prayer time together, but at the start of our prayer time, really, I'd just like to invite you just to, to just tune in with God for yourself. I'm going to hope and trust you've been doing that already, but just a little bit deeper into that sense of God, I'm I want to respond to you today in this way. I want God, I really need you to to work in my life in this way. And just give some space for you to just you between you and the Lord in the context of our time together this morning. So let's just do that, shall we, for a few moments, wherever you are. Just sit and talk to the Lord. Worship Him just for a moment, hey, just in your own way. Speak to him. And then I'll start some prayer time. I'll start some prayers. To that person this morning who, or for that person this morning who, who have said to God, I feel so thirsty spiritually. We pray for you this morning, for at this very moment in time, for a pouring out of the Holy Spirit upon your life, that your spiritual thirst will feel quenched this morning. For that person who has made the choice this morning to to give their life to to Jesus, who believes that following Jesus will make sense of life, we pray God's blessing upon you. We welcome you to the family of God. To that person this morning who feels lonely we pray for the presence of the Holy Spirit to be with you this morning, that it will be almost as though you feel a tangible sense of his presence with you today, that fills, that fills that void, meets your need. We pray for that person who is looking for direction in the next stage of their life, in their work journey perhaps. We pray today that God will speak to you clearly and give you direction in that journey. We pray for that person who feels that life is overwhelming. It's almost like you feel like something just keeps hitting you and again and again. It's almost like you're coming up against a brick wall in life. We pray for release for you this morning. We pray for a freshness of the the outpouring of God's spirit upon your life. It will feel like there is a, a pouring of his spirit like water in a waterfall will fall upon your life today. We pray for a breakthrough time for you today. Oh, God. We pray for the person who is going to have to walk through a little bit of a tough season. We pray for a deepness of joy and strength in the Holy Spirit for you as you walk through this season. We pray for the person who is choosing at this moment in time to talk to you, God, about relationships. Give them strength. Give them wisdom, we pray. Lord, I'm believing that, this, that we are coming into a season of church where you are going to empower us for a fresh adventure, for a fresh a relevance, for a fresh sense of, 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 of capacity to serve you in our town, in our, world, in our community, in our world. Lord, I'm believing you for a season in which uh, we really do step into every member ministry, Lord, where we really do step into a season into a time of church and a season of church in which we all feel we are contributing the gifts that you've given us, Lord, that we are exercising them and we're doing what you've called us to do. Lord, I'm praying and trusting you, God, that we will see many, many, many people join your family and come to know you as their Savior God. Lord Jesus. Praying, Lord, for the resources to make that all happen, God. Lord Jesus, help us to be your body, your voice, your presence in our town. we pray. Lord, I pray for some of those individual needs. If anybody wants to post them on, on the on the. Feed, please feel free to do so we pray for patsy this morning pray lord jesus for you to meet her in her point of need lord lord jesus she's not feeling well i pray god for you to touch her with your healing presence lord with your power this morning help her to feel physically better lord at this very moment in time lord lord we pray for a continuation of the vaccination program and lord understand our own town is you know it has got above average numbers of cases lord nationally we pray for that to change god we pray lord for you to uh, let the vaccination program become accelerated lord that we will be able to thwart this virus lord and lord be able to get back to a functioning society in its fullest sense lord we pray for vaccinations around the world we pray for our brothers and sisters in countries that are not so affluent lord we pray god for them to get the vaccinations lord Lord, we pray for those who are going to make decisions over the next few weeks about how we re- behave, Lord, in the next phase and, and, and so you know, how what social distancing is going to look like and all that. Lord, we pray, God, for wisdom. Lord, we pray for ourselves as a church that we would know, Lord, how we make the next steps. Lord Jesus, for our own town authorities, counsellors and, uh, and um, you know, those who make decisions locally for us, God, give them wisdom, we pray. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, for anybody that still is walking through this virus season, that has the virus, that is ill with it, we pray, God, you to touch their lives. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Yeah, amen. So as a last act of worship this morning, we're going to break bread together. And in the breaking of bread, we celebrate that Jesus has, is our Saviour. If anyone today, you know, I, I believe there's somebody today that you've given your life to Jesus, you, or you're just on the edge of doing that, I want to just say to you today, you know, as we break bread, perhaps you might want to just get a biscuit or a bit of bread or something this morning and do that with us, and let that be your statement that you're going to follow Jesus. And when we break the bread, we remember that the sacrifice of the cross covers every need that we have. It cleanses us from all that we know is wrong in our lives, and all that we and all and it gives us an entrance into the relationship that we have with Jesus. And when we drink the juice, we remember that the God has made a covenant with us by His blood for eternity. And so we're going to do that. We're going to celebrate that Jesus is the one who does it all and brings us to that place this morning. So let's just grab a piece of bread or, or get just get a piece of bread or or something to eat. There's a a few moments. And Jesus told us to do this as often as we gather together in remembrance of him. We do this this morning not just because we want to be a group of people together. We do it because we want Jesus. We want to know Jesus. We want to know him more. We want to serve him better, don't we? And that's why we're together. So this morning, Lord Jesus, we thank you for your broken body, which was for all of us. We thank you, God. thank you Lord Jesus for your blood that was shed for us. We love you God, we think you're amazing. Well Lord bless you. Um, Just to say uh, we are really trying to engage with, uh, trying to really think through um, when we're going to get sort of start In person meetings again, Uh, please do be praying for us. Sorry if it feels a bit like we're you know we're we're dragging our feet a bit with it, but just want to get it right. We've been a a year like this, haven't we? And you know, want to make sure that when we go back and we to to in person meetings that you know we've got what we need and and we're pulling it together. So it's not like we're not doing anything about it, definitely, definitely are. Just want to get it right. We will still sort of like be online again next week. We're going to have a Zoom on the first Sunday of. uh, of June we'll definitely be doing that and uh, just thinking beyond that and how things will go so um, do be praying for us won't you uh, I think in a couple of Saturdays time not next Saturday this the Saturday after we're looking at perhaps doing a little bit of a work party down at Chalkstone there's lots on the outside around the outside of the building there's quite a few things that we need to do um, around the outside of the building so I'll be putting that in the newsletter this week if you can just you know you want to get involved with that please please do it'd be great um, and as well you know if this morning you've Made a decision to follow Jesus. Please just get in touch when you just inbox us on, uh, you know, on Facebook or email us at admin at rolcc.org.uk. Admin at rolcc.org.uk, or just contact a Christian, somebody you know is Christian, and say, "Hey, I did it," and um, and we'll just like to help you carry, on, you know, get, get stuck into that journey and deepen it really quickly. So, Lord bless you. It's going to place. We're going to have coffee in a moment. Please feel free to join us on coffee Zoom. I'm going to just. Finish with one one last song. I won't come back online afterwards. Just I'll put the co- coffee um, slide up after this song. Um, so let's just be blessed as we sing this, shall we? Excuse me, just one second. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Let's um. Let's just uh, go to this song, shall we? And then I can uh, get rid of my cough. Too. Okay. Lord bless you. Um, sorry. Let me just get this song up.